Alright, so welcome to our first podcast where we dive inside the mind of three high school students and what they think about certain political topics. So, first topic we're going to be talking about today is going to be about school, what we think about school, all of us. So, I have a few topics lined up here. I just wanted to know what your guys' take on this was. So, the first thing we're going to be talking about in school is bullying, what it is now and what it's evolved into. Anyone want to take the first bite at it? Well, I don't see too much bullying nowadays in uh, my daily life at school. Um, a big topic that people like to talk about is cyberbullying, which I haven't personally experienced. And I'd say that I have not personally witnessed bullying in years. Basically, since middle school, I haven't witnessed anything myself. Yeah, I think, like, growing up, like, there's always, like, a super anti-bullying sentiment. A sentiment in like middle school and elementary school I think no one really cares about doing it that way and like if you ask like an actual bully these days they would never consider themselves a bully because no one finds that actually cool and like I think obviously cyberbullying is a problem but when it comes to cyberbullying it's always direct messages so you really can't always tell that someone else is doing it and that's why I kind of think it's hard to stop uh, I just think that there's a fine line between friends picking on each other just for fun and actual bullying, and you don't really experience bullying in today's day and age. Yeah. And I think that, like, the stereotypical bullying that you'll see in, like, movies and TV shows, that, you know, never happens, at least at our school. I've never seen anything like that where a group or a person will just target a specific person for whatever it may be. Uh... Sometimes people make offhand remarks, but I don't think there's a you know persistent targeting of a certain group or a certain person for anything. Yeah, I think bullying's kind of like a, a dead problem these days, especially in high school. Maybe at the lower levels or lower elementary schools it is. So, our next topic: homework and grades. Kind of a big topic. Um, what do you think about like the difficulty of homework and grades? How much you're given, and what do you think it adds to your education, really? I think for homework, I didn't uh, experience uh, having too much homework. Uh, some, a lot of people talk about in their junior year being just super overloaded preparing for tests such as the ACT and the SAT on top of their homework load from school, but I didn't have uh, too much. I would sometimes be cramming some nights for tests or trying to get a project done, but on average I would only spend an hour, maybe two hours a night on average on homework, and I thought it was very manageable. I don't know about you guys. I mean, let's be honest. Like, everyone, th there's there's a lot of homework, but it's pretty much, a bunch of it is literally optional. So, like, if you get it done during the day, like most people do, you don't really have homework. Even, like, during the junior year that we had, where it's supposed to be the hardest year. Like, yeah, teachers often gave us time to uh, complete homework in class, unless you were just playing games on your phone the entire time. I was able to, you know, get my homework done during class and just made life much easier. I'd say that a lot of the homework assignments that I had, I got one month to even complete in the, so I mean, like, the, if you don't procrastinate, I mean, you should be able to complete it. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest, a lot of us will stay up till like, 1 a.m. during the day, and so, like, if we have a big project due, literally no high school kid is going to be, like, Oh, there's a few that'll do it, but, like, most high school kids are just not going to be sitting down doing, like, an hour day of it. We'll just stay up for a few hours and get it done. And so I don't think homework's a big problem. I think the bigger, a much bigger problem is, like, 
test retakes these days, like yeah. especially at our school. Uh, standards have kind of dropped away from what they used to be. Test retakes this year, you could retake any test, uh, usually multiple times, and so if you didn't like your grade, you could almost always just get it up to an A. And they've also kind of redone how grading works. If you get an F, it no longer affects your GPA. It's, it says it's a no credit. And so if you fail a class, it doesn't really negatively impact you. So there's really no reason to try as much as there used to be. Let's talk about our next topic, phones in school. This is actually like a big problem these days, a lot bigger than bullying or like, I don't know, or failing academic system. Anyway, what do you think about phones going uh, phones are a very big problem nowadays. Even, I'll admit it, I, I was often uh, on my phone in classes that I found boring. Um, and there are technically rules at our school uh, against using phones during class. There are even signs in every classroom that say no phones allowed during class unless permitted by the instructor. But uh, they just don't stop kids using their phones. And pretty much every single class that I would have, there would be about half the class at least just sitting on their phones the entire class, never paying attention. Uh, they claim that next year they're going to clamp down on it a bit more. Um, but I'm not really sure how to stop it. Uh, I only had one class where no one was on their phone at all, and that was because the teacher would take their phone if they were on it. And I just think that uh, uh, the phones are preventing kids from paying attention in their classes which, you know, affects their grades, affects them learning. Uh, and I think that just phones are a pretty big distraction nowadays. All right, let's get the troll take from no, Mr. Khaled. I have a follow-up question for that, Quinn. Yeah. Just, like, would you say that you were more successful in the class where you weren't on your phone? Yeah, I was definitely more... Uh, unless I already knew the topic, I was definitely more successful in the classes that I wasn't on my phone. Like, uh, in economics, at the start, I would be on my phone all the time, and I didn't learn the stuff. Uh, and then I'd actually start paying attention in the class and, you know, putting in more effort. And then my grades skyrocketed from, you know, barely scraping out a low A to getting above 100% on the last few tests. Yes, sir. Bruh. I mean, here's the thing about phones is, like, you can have, like, the super strict teacher that puts them away and that sometimes works. But there's also the fact that people, you don't always know that they're on their phones. Like, obviously, they're staring down at the crotch. Obviously, they're on their phone. But, like, if everyone's on their phone, what are you going to do? You're going to stop class every few minutes when someone's on their phone to, like, take it out. I mean, then you're just disrupting your class and you're, like, letting them disrupt your class instead of actually helping the students who want to learn. Because if someone's going to be on their phone, then they don't want to learn. And if they don't want to learn, then just you're not going to be able to help them even without their phone for some people. And so I think... Phones is obviously a big problem, but it's not as easy to solve as always just taking it away. So, next topic, let's talk about the teachers at school. What do you think about the teachers? There's the a, there's definitely a big range of not great teachers, and it goes all the way to really great teachers. Um, I had a couple this year that didn't teach me anything, and I thought they were not a good teacher. They were definitely in the wrong profession. And then there were some teachers that I enjoyed every single... Uh, second of being in that class, they made everything interesting. Even with the, the okay, but like, what made them different? Like, uh, what made them different? Probably, I'd say, I don't know. Their personality was a, a bit, you know, more just fun. Uh, they would make jokes about stuff in class. They would, you know, kids that would want to participate, they'd get their input and use that. 
I, I found that the teachers that I didn't enjoy their class as much, they would try to, you know, get everyone's uh, participation, and then the classes that I really enjoyed, the teacher would just, you know, uh, take the participation that they got from the students that actively wanted to participate. So, like, that kind of ties back to the point about, like, you know, phones, some people are going to be on them, and so always taking them away doesn't always work. Yeah, um, but I, I do think that some people participating and then the teacher uh, using that to get a bit more participation because, like, if your friend is participating, uh, then you might want to partici participate as well. Uh, and I think just the teachers that did a good job, you know, uh, included the class in their lessons. They, they liked the topic that they were teaching, and they, you know, made the topic interesting even if it wasn't. Okay. What do you think, Mr. Kalev? I think that teachers these days don't understand that there's or there's more than one learning variety. There are people who are hands-on learners, visual learners. I mean, you got to like go outside the box sometimes. The ways that I learn best may not be the ways that Quinn learns best, like, but the teachers should try and collaborate and get to know how their students do the best. The thing that I like about our high school is that the what I need room, the win room, oh, yeah. allows one-on-one -on -one tutoring, basically, to actually help the kid if the kid needs to seek it. So the kid wants and has to seek the help, but I got a lot of help in that room. Yeah. Yeah, I the win room was, that was great. All right, um, let's move on to our last topic, mental health. What do you think about mental health, Mr. Caleb? I feel like social media... And that really messes with people's mental health. Because, like, I don't know. It's, I think, I don't want to, like, portray it in a bad way, but I think it's mostly girls who, like, want their self-image to be high. And they'll, like, if they don't get as many likes as another person, they don't feel well-liked or well-respected. And it kind of goes like that. But I don't know. Yeah, I think... Well, obviously, there's an aspect of grade pressure, and unfortunately, we have had, you know, some unfortunate suicides at our, our school, and it's really sad, but I think this mental health, a lot of it is from grade pressure from parents, but I agree with you that I think social media has a large part to play in it, and, like, all of us here use social media in one context or another, but I think, I know as parents... Like, this is from a high school perspective, asking the parents. I, I know it's, like, hard to monitor your students on social media, or some of you, like, go overkill, but it's really cringy, but, like, I don't know. Maybe you should just, like, check in on how your kids are doing. And, like, obviously, you you need to go further than just saying, like, how are you doing? Because obviously they're going to be like, I'm fine, I'm okay, they're not going to open up to you like that. But if you, like, actually, like, ask them about what they did that day, and you actually, like, go into their lives, and, like, instead of asking just two questions about their day... I think you would be able to understand a lot more about how they're really feeling because everybody's going to say, I'm fine, I'm okay, when you ask them how, how they're doing. Like, very few people are going to be like, I actually tell you how they're feeling. That's what I think. Yeah, I I honestly don't really tell people how I'm feeling. I, I'd give the standard, you know, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, no matter what, I generally have pretty good mental health stuff. Uh, I'd say the only things that I personally uh, suffered from this year were, like, grade pressure, uh, though, uh, 
in past years, I had a lot more grade pressure from outside forces, um, want, like other people wanting me to get good grades. And this year, it was mostly myself driving the one to get good grades. And I found that that, uh, that push of myself get, wanting to do that instead of other people wanting me to do that was a lot better. And so uh, if you're able to spin, uh, you know, like wanting to get good grades as the student's point of view, it might help a lot. That's might be a kind of, you know, bad take, but... Yeah. All right, well, do you have one more thing to add? I'd say that friends have a huge impact and burden on one's mental health. And just like from what I've experienced and when I've been the most happy, and this is coming from like just Andrew Tate, <laughs> but I, I know, I know. What a beast. But... but he said, and this, this, these words stick by me, but you are the sum of the five or so people who you yeah. are around. That stuck with so, me too, actually. So, so I knew that when I was in the very lowest was when I was hanging around with troublemakers and people who didn't care about school or whatever, doing drugs and stuff. But when I locked down and wanted to like better myself and I hung out with straight A students, people who cared. Yep. Yeah. Like you too, yep. <laughs> then then my I mean I'm I'm very happy now. So so I'll put that yeah. up there. So I guess we have like to wrap it up, we have like three big takeaways I guess we could say all. Like the first thing is like here's one takeaway that I have about school is that you're not gonna be able to force everyone to do well in school. Like what look at our look at how grades did, like they had to drop the level of academics so that they could get everyone to try and do well in school. But you, that just you failed. need to want it and you need yeah. to earn it. Exactly, yeah. the it. best teachers are the ones that really only pay attention to the kids who want to learn in class, and those are the kids that get the most out of the class. And like lastly, like in just in general, what you were talking about earlier when it came to the classes and grades you enjoyed and how you did in economics when you started listening, I think just paying attention really to the kids who want to learn in those classes is the best thing you can do. And instead of trying to get the kids who don't want to learn in those classes, you need to first be able to motivate them to want to learn because otherwise it's not really going to work out well. Yeah, and honestly, class participation uh, plays a big role in making kids like the class, but you can't just get participation out of people that don't want to participate. Uh, you have to, you know, kind of see which students want to participate yeah. and then use that participation to just honestly make the class better and then moving on to mental health um do you guys have any big takeaways from that i think just like caleb said social media is a big big uh detriment to students mental health especially teenage girls um in my life i've seen multiple people suffer from it uh, it can really mess people up, but I, I don't have a quick fix for it. Um, though I do think it is definitely a problem. Yeah. And then like, yeah, the last thing you said really for good advice out there. I mean, if, if you're a parent, you're looking at your kid, you should really look at what friends they hang out with. Yeah, for sure. If they're mm -hmm. hanging out with good friends, I mean, there's not really much to be worried about. And like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like there's the saying, you hang out with knuckleheads, you'll be a knucklehead. I mean, if your kid is hanging out with good friends... I don't think you should really worry about uh, what they're doing and like that's really what 
what I would do if I was being a parent because I know that I'm definitely influenced by the friends I hang out with. Not not just in like what I do, but how I speak even, you know? And I think that's a big deal. Do you guys have anything else to add for Yeah, the people, the people around you make a huge difference in who you are. Uh, if, yeah, when I would, like Caleb said, if I was surrounded by people that didn't, didn't care, didn't try it, uh, it'd make me care and try less. And if I'm surrounded by people that, you know, really want to succeed, it makes me want to succeed as well. All right. Well, anything else to add, guys? All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to our really weird podcast where three high school kids give their take of the world.